these days you can't get a man to work people get married and they still flirt don't pledge allegiance to our flag like we used to do good men are willing to give their lives my politicians take away our rights saying they know best what's good for you Mama's still here, but she's on her phone. Grandma's raising the kids, and the devil is too. If you ask me, this whole world is gone to hell. I speak the truth, but these days the truth won't sell. Love that song. That is a song called This Place Called USA by Creed Fisher. And I found that on YouTube. It's got a great video with it, too. So welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie on KDAZ 96.9 FM and 700 AM. And you can listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. And I'm here with with Jay, Jay, Jay Block today and his, uh, his new uh, fiance Chrissy. And we've been having a great conversation today. So uh, what were we in the middle of there before the break there, Jay? I don't know, but that song just kind of says it all, doesn't it's, it? It's great. I mean, that is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Love that song. It does. I, I love songs about patriotism and yep. people standing up and loving their country. Yep. And and I, I often find a lot of things, songs like that to use for the show. Yeah. I think we were talking about schools and, um, yes. you know. Censorship. Yeah, censorship. And one of the things that um, I want to do, and you've heard me say this in my first seven minutes, right after I am sworn in as governor at midnight on January 1st, 2023, the first seven minutes, I want to get rid of the 3030 uh, overturn in, by executive order, the 3030 land grab, which turns into 5050. We can talk about that more later. Sure. Uh, critical race theory in the state of New Mexico, uh, the mask mandate, forced vaccines, vaccine passports. Those are all gone. I want to reimburse all the fines levied by this governor against churches, schools, and people for violating COVID mandates, which she herself violated. I also want to uh, get our National Guard back down to the border immediately. And, you know, I'm a pro-life guy. I will never sign one budget, uh, Rebecca, that has any money going, any taxpayer money going toward abortion in the state of New Mexico as well. And I want to focus the, the legislature on, um, you know, I know it's boring for a lot of people, but tax policy is extremely important because uh, when you have a good, strong tax policy, it grows, uh, it grows businesses, it grows the tax base. We have so much government money coming in here, and yet we're a very poor state. That should tell you something. Right. And when you look at, and I've been around the state, when you talk to people in eastern New Mexico, northern New Mexico, and people down by, <coughs> excuse me, um, in the southeast corner, uh, you know, they're 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 moving to Texas. They're going over to Texas, and people are saying it's so hard. And you mentioned this earlier. It is so hard to start a business in uh, the state of New Mexico. We need to set up a a small business task force as well to go look at all the rules and regulations, which I'll be in charge of as a governor, to decide what is really really stupid. I was up in Española um, maybe three two three weeks ago, and this rancher up there said, you know, we're required by the state to put in a water uh, a meter on our water well that we have to pay for and report our usage and our readings to the state. Completely stupid. On their well. On their own well, on their own property. Absolutely. Wow. And, you know, we're having a lot of, you're seeing um, less, a lot less uh, permits 
uh, being issued to you know ranchers to go on federal federal and state lands to do ranching, which is just awful. Um, our ranchers and farmers are suffering tremendously here. Uh, the oil and gas industry is under attack here. You know, we got this uh, Energy Transition Act scam going on where government is just, you know, picking winners and losers. And they usually do pick losers over winners because government doesn't do anything really, really, really well. So this is where you need a governor who is, you know, pro-freedom, pro-business, pro-opportunity, pro-hope, uh, you know, pro-law enforcement, pro-law and order, um, pro-America. And you don't have this right now with, with the governor. She is just, you know, I, I just don't think she's really that smart, to be honest with you. I mean, you have to be really, really dumb to believe some of the stuff that this governor is done to this state of, you know, I think we need to leave our border open. I think we need more crime. We need more drugs in here. We need to be teaching our kids less about math, science, English, uh, the hard science, I'm sorry, the, well, not just the hard sciences, but the, the trades. We got to focus on critical race theory and gender studies and all this stuff when they're young. Um, you know, we, we got to focus on higher taxes. They just passed that higher gas tax that's going to be probably signed by the government. Is that like 35 cents 35 a gallon? 35 cents or a gallon, like that. yeah. That's and what I heard. and that hurts the lower and middle income New Mexicans. This is how just completely asinine Insane. and stupid, uh, you know, this governor is with these far lefties that you just can't work with. You can't work with them, they're just gone. I mean, I don't know where their head's at. Well, I do know where their head's at, but I'm not going to say it on the you radio. You know, I'm not certain that they're doing this because they're dumb. I think they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They're trying to destroy our economy on purpose. Well, it's working. They want people to be desperate. You know, just like what I was talking about in my monologue, one thing I didn't, <coughs> didn't talk about on there is that how it is that Adolf Hitler rose to power. Okay? For those that, d that don't know the history behind that, after World War I, uh, Germany was, like, severely beaten down. I mean, they were in some serious poverty. The people were struggling, and they were desperate. High inflation. High inflation. Remind you of something now with uh, record high inflation, the worst inflation we've had in 40 yeah, years. 7.5%. Yeah, I mean, they came out of a war. They lost. Um, you know, they were just embarrassed by the war. They thought they were winning the war up until, the, you know, up until November 1918. Right. Um, and then, you know, the, um, the Treaty of Versailles just decimated Germany with reparations and everything else. Uh, my history guy, I'm sorry. No, no, um, go for it. Yeah. But it caused serious inflation. They lost their industry. And then you have this, uh, this, this guy, this corporal named Adolf Hitler, who was Austrian by right. birth and an artist, not a very good one. The guy didn't do anything good. He was just an evil man who takes advantage of the situation. And, and brings Germany back and, by the way, violates numerous articles in the Treaty of Versailles by rearming the Ruhr area. And what did the Western alliance do? They did nothing. They did nothing until it was too late uh, when he ended up going into Poland on September 1st, 1939, and you get World War II, the most devastating war in human history. Yeah. And, you know, we people should understand history and the cause and effect, why events happen, how did they happen? I mean, really look at, you know, the rise of Stalin, the rise of Lenin, the rise of Hitler, the rise of Mao Zedong. Uh, look at these evil, evil people and how they rose to power. Chavez in Venezuela, Castro in Cuba, Daniel Ortega in Nicaragua. They're all over the place. Mussolini in Italy, Putin in Russia. Uh, I could go on and on and on. Hoshi Men is another one. Right. 
um, you really got to read your history and understand how they took over their countries and just decimated their countries. I mean, who's swimming from Florida to Cuba? Who's migrating from Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, down to Guatemala and Honduras and Nicaragua and Venezuela? Who's doing that? Right. Nobody. Nobody's doing that. Nobody wants to leave here. Yeah. You, know, you hear these you hear these Hollywood actors all the time making these crazy statements saying, well, if so-and-so wins the election, then I'm just going to leave the country. It's like, well, I'll help buy your ticket. Get the heck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm with you. Some of these I'm, people, they keep making these promises, and they keep disappointing me because they're still know. here. But the lies that have just been perpetuated, and, you know, uh, and I'm not sure when this uh, show is going to air, but now you're seeing – the, the special prosecutor, the Durham report for the Department of Justice, yes. released the findings on the 2016 election. And it turns out Hillary Clinton was behind it. And we all knew that. Well, we knew that all along. We, we all knew it. But right. the left isn't reporting anything no. on that Well, at and all. The, re- the reason is, is because the mainstream news, CNN, MSNBC, all of these lefty stations, they sweep that stuff under the rug and they don't talk about it. So the people that watch those stations... They have no clue that any of that's well, going on. And, and that's why the ratings are just awful on, on MSNBC and CNN. The, the ratings are just awful. Nobody watches that trash. I mean, they, they've gone through, you know, I think Zucker just resigned as the head of CNN because right, he, he, made he, he made up some excuse. Well, he had some personal things he, he was doing. And then you had Chris Como, who was just an idiot. And then, you know, then, you know, then you get the, the news media in Hollywood buy into Andrew Como, which, by the way, the governor here, um, you know, this awful person who is the chair of the Democratic Governors Association, said nothing, said nothing, Rebecca, when Andrew Como was um, accused and, and turned out to be proved that he uh, sexually harassed and sexually assaulted women, which caused him to resign. And the governor said nothing. When this governor also talks, well, she's ab- not any better. Well, she talks about victims. You have to believe the victims, but she didn't believe any of those victims for Andrew right. Cuomo. And then, you know, she has sexual assaults herself, and that she had to pay one hundred fifty thousand dollars to settle a sexual assault with James Hallen and with who- taxpayer money. No, it was actually her campaign. Money. Oh, okay. Well, was, isn't it, that kind of wrong, too? Well, she should pay it out of her own campaign. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, out of her own personal funds. But right. she doesn't have the character because she's just a complete loser. Um, and, and I'll leave it at that. But, you know, you're... You know, feel free to say what you... <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah. got to keep it clean, yeah. Jay. <laughs> well, that's why I'm winning in the polls. They, they, they like what I have to say. Yeah. But, you know, th- that's, that's the leadership and the transparency and the integrity... Um, that we need with our political leaders because I think people see right through the hypocrisy of these people. At least I hope they do. I mean, you know, you look at what what we've seen on the left with, with COVID, with these politicians going to all these places, they're telling you, you got to wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. And there's so many documented cases where these people who are telling us to wear a mask, they're not wearing a mask. It's, it's important for, you know, what is it? Um, do as I say, not as I do. Well, right. Rules, rules for, <laughs> rules for uh, <laughs> me, rules but not for, for thee. Me, or not something. for thee, yeah. yeah. exactly. You know, if you were to actually believe this nonsense, you would think that this virus is the smartest virus we've ever seen in the history of man. Why is natural immunity, does that not exist anymore? Uh, according to them, it does not. And it's like, I've been saying this all along, their goal from the very beginning is it has nothing to do with anything except they want to be able to inject you. That's been the goal all along. They want to be able to inject you with whatever they want. They want you to comply. They want you to give up your freedom and liberty. Mm-hmm. They want you to do whatever you are told. It makes no sense because this is the hypocrisy. Listen, I'm, 
I'm not that smart of a guy. I'm just a nuclear weapons guy. Okay, <laughs> I'm not that smart of a guy. But why why is it my body, my choice for killing a baby? But it's not my body, my choice to throw a vaccine in us and our children, by the way, to control us on where we can go, if we can go to school or not, if we can go to a restaurant because you have to show a vaccine passport, which is an ID, by the way, but you don't have to do that to vote. This is a hypocrisy that drives me absolutely insane. And I, I just I beat on this with people. Uh, you know, I try to, you know, beat it in everybody. Question, 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 especially this government. Because this, this government is never to be trusted and always to be questioned. And that's your obligation as an American citizen. Well, right. And, and that's one way in which the media, like you just mentioned, has been failing us for, for years. They've probably been failing us for a lot longer than we realize. It's just that we didn't notice. And, and like you mentioned earlier, and you're right. I'm guilty of this as much as uh, everybody else of inaction. It's like we we took so many things for granted about these these lower political offices. I, I remember before all this happened, it's like these these lower political offices. I never really uh, took a big interest. And I when I went to the polls, it's like, well, I don't know any of these people. And it's like usually I would just not get involved and I wouldn't I wouldn't check a box because it's like I was wanting to be honest about it. It's like, well, I have no idea, so I'm not going to participate. But a lot of people, I hope they're seeing more so that you have to get involved. And we have been getting a lot more involved. We've woken up over the past couple of years. I mean, just like recently how so many of us got involved and we filled every single one of them delegate seats, every one of them. And, and a lot of those seats are filled with people I know from the freedom community. And, you know, the thing is, is I, you know, I'm pretty proud of that because— I've been involved in that movement uh, from the beginning of building that group of the freedom community. I've, I, I was involved in some of those earlier rallies in which we were protesting up at the Capitol building, and we were, we were doing the, the car convoys, and, and we were meeting on the street corners, and we, we were doing this from the beginning because we had just had enough, and we built a bigger and bigger and bigger group of people. And it's like now, gosh, there's thousands of us. And it's like we've, we've, we can make a difference now. Well, I, you know, I, I tell everybody this, this election for governor, this whole primary process, you know, we had uh, seven or eight days of the county conventions around the state. In every county convention that we went to, there was a ton of more people than there were delegates. Never used to be like that yeah. here. Never. I mean, you know, in uh, Bernalillo County, there's, I think, 273 delegates, but over 400 people showed up. Up in San Juan, they have 60 delegates. They had 120 show up. Sandoval County, my county, we had 62 delegates and well over 100 people. I mean, you had to run for delegate and explain why you, th why you think you would be a great delegate. And, you know, I've been talking to a lot of delegates around the state for the convention coming up here in Rudoso on the 26th, and there are so many new people that just, you know, I say, hey, have you ever been a delegate before? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, so why did you become one? And they said, it's just that important to get involved and yeah. participate. And yeah. I'm like, thank you. Uh, you supporting Jay Block? Of course. I don't know who else is running for governor. I'm like, man, you're awesome. <laughs> so thank you. But these people are like they're waking up. Yes, they, they are. see what the heck is going on around the country, and it scares them to death because when you're closing the schools or indoctrinating students or shutting down the churches or censoring you on, on social media, they're isolating you is what they're doing. Or they're saying you can't go in there because you don't have a vaccine passport. You can't do that because you're not getting the shot. You can't get this type of health care 
because you're unvaccinated. But we're going to, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous how people are getting segregated here in New Mexico and across the country. It's disgusting is what it is. Well, this is where the noncompliance comes in, like I talked about earlier. We have to, these, these woke businesses that are, that are imposing this nonsense, that, that are going along with the left and, and the evil that's going on, they've become complicit in what is going on. And I'm sorry, yeah, it's tough, and I, and I, I understand, but, you know, you're going to have to stand up, and you're going to have to be strong like the rest of us. And if you are running a business and you are imposing this garbage on people, you need to not do business with these people. You need to you need to go bi- do business somewhere else. I had a I had a conversation with one of my friends just yesterday about Costco. Oh my God, Costco is like the worst mask Nazis of everybody in town. Them and Best Buy. Oh God, they're awful. It's like so like over a year ago. I had I gave up my Costco. Membership. I did too, and I'm going to tell you a story here in case people haven't heard it. They on the other station I talked about this like over a year ago, but it's probably new to a lot of people now. So anyway, I had a Costco membership for years, years and years. It was one of my favorite places to go. So much cool stuff to look at there, and you know, and good prices. And I like to browse through the electronics and all the other stuff and all the food. They always had all this great stuff. They had the, they had the best samples, didn't they, Rebecca? They I mean, did. You, yeah. you, no, you could go you, through and you, you could have an you entire could have an meal. meal there. That's Costco right. It's like, oh yeah, free. I'll take some of that. I'll take some of oh, that. Another go slice back for of pizza if you want to. Yeah, that pizza's good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so. Anyway, I, 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 I meant to tell, uh, I should have taken Chrissy on a date there at the Costco. I could have oh, eaten it's, out. And their pizza there is great. Aren't those good, those little pizza things I, they I get like in? their big pizzas, yeah. No, I'm I, talking about the free samples. I sometimes, I'd go there and get a whole pizza and take yeah. it home. It's like, it was great. Yeah. But, and it was cheap. But, but the point I'm making is, I loved going to Costco. Mm-hmm. It was one of my favorite places to go. Until I went in there one day, and... I was accosted by four managers. I had I had some things in my cart already, and I, I had gotten into the store, and, of course, they were yelling at me as I went through the door because I wouldn't wear a mask. And it's like I just ignored them when it went on. That's what I've done all along. I've just ignored them. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're not important to me. You mean nothing to me. I, I, you know, what, what, what right do you have to enter my personal space and tell me to cover my face. It's like, since when did that become okay? It's like, this is, this is my personal place. You stay away from yeah. me. And, and so, so I go in there and I have stuff in the cart and, and I'm, and I'm in the store and they start to chase me down. I kid you not, four managers converged on me and stopped my cart and they're standing there surrounding me. You know what that reminds me of? You ever seen the movie Monsters, Inc.? You know, when, um, the, mo- the monsters get touched by a kid, and then they come back to their Monsters, Inc. world, and fr- people are freaking out, those little police things, and they're scrubbing them down. Do you remember that scene in I'm Monsters, gonna Inc.? I'm going to have to see that one. I don't think I it's, saw that it's, one. That's, that's Costco, or Comco for communist. Comco, com- yeah, communist, Comco. That's good, communist yeah. company. Yeah, or like <laughs> or Comcast. I call them yeah, Comcast. That's, that's what that reminds yeah. me of, because I, I refuse, even small businesses. We were in Silver City. You remember that, Chrissy? Mm-hmm. And at a deli, and the lady was... She was a Nazi. Yeah. She, we couldn't even have the door open. She's like, shut the door. And then, you know, put your mask on. I'm like, and so Chrissy and I look at each other. And we're like, you know what? We're out of here. Right. We're, we're done. I, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with it. Well, see, this, this is the thing I talked about earlier when I was talking about power corrupts, power corrupt, ultimate power corrupts, absolutely. Um, to where these little people that have these little jobs at these stores where they've had no authority to do anything probably their entire life. And suddenly they have this power 
And it's like they get on this power trip. It's like, oh, I can boss these people around and there's no consequences. It's like there should be consequences. And this is what I got into a disagreement with a friend about with Costco. It's like Costco should suffer some consequences for this. Now, what I did, like you just said, when they did this to me and I refused to comply and it's like, course i made a little bit of a scene and and it went viral I, uh, somebody that was with me actually streamed it on on facebook i, 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 I saw it Eighty-five thousand views yeah, i'm I very it. very proud of that yeah. one uh so <laughs> you saw that one great yeah so i i had actually a friend of mine uh, or somebody i know that has done some work on my car numerous times at a body shop and his his son i think had seen a video on facebook and he says Hey, look at look at this crazy lady at Costco making a scene. And he and he watched it. He said, "Oh, I know her." <laughs> that's that's my mom. Is that, is that what he said? Uh, no, no, no. It's this he knows because I've been a customer of his. It was his son. Oh, I'm that, sorry. I thought it was your no, son. No, okay. his son saw saw the video, and it's like, oh, I know her. That's funny. <laughs> so anyway, so after they did this to me, it's like fine. I want a full refund on my membership, and I wasn't going to leave until they gave it to me. Did they and, give it to you? Oh, yes, they did. And the funny thing about it was is that my membership was set to expire the following day. So I got a full a year back. Uh, this was 2020. Yeah, well, you got a full year of membership back. for Full year of membership back when day. I only had one day left. On your way out, did you take any more free pizza slices or anything? Unfortunately not. No. I really miss those. <laughs> uh, yeah. so, but Costco made a ton of money. During the during the pandemic, yeah. they made a ton of because they they stayed open as a big business. Yeah, you know, and um, it, it's just it, it really upsets me because what the government is telling us is we don't trust small business owners. You you New Mexicans who have small businesses, we just don't trust you. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're saying. You know, so so the thing about these big corporations like Costco. And, and this is the funny thing in which the roles have reversed so the much. The Dems used to love big business, man. Uh, they, and, and well, we, they used to hate them. They used to demonize no, I'm, I'm them all. So, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. They used yeah, to demonize yeah, them. Yeah, they they say to these evil corporations. You know, same it's thing like they're with, evil. Uh, with Big Pharma. Well, now the left loves yeah. big corporations. It's and, like, oh, and, they're just wonderful. And the Republicans have really turned into the party of the working class, the blue-collar party. Yeah. You know, truck drivers are, are Republicans. Bikers are Republicans. Uh, you know, people picking up the trash, sanitation, they're Repu small business owners are Republicans. Um, I, I love the party and it's and we're gaining more and more. His the Hispanics are coming over to the Republican Party in record numbers, yeah. record numbers. It's exciting. And the Dems are freaking out. And it's funny to me that they're freaking out because in 2020, Trump lost more. He, he lost more of the white vote from 2016. The Dems actually gained more white votes in 2020 than 2016. The Republicans gained more Hispanic and more black votes. And it's just amazing to see the Democrats go. So, I mean, so they don't care about diversity. They yeah. care about unity of ideology. That's what the Democrats care about. The diversity thing is ridiculous because look how they go after um, minorities that are conservative. You know, blacks like Senator Tim Scott and the nasty things they would said, say about that man, call him an Uncle Tom and every other racist thing. Oh, yeah, thing. Or like Biden saying, if you, if, if, you, you ain't, if you ain't a Democrat, you, yeah, you, you ain't black. Me, you're, not, you're not black. And it's like, you yeah. know, do you understand really? the history? And Biden, Biden, by the way, was against racial integration in schools. Yeah. He was against that. And you look at the history of the Democratic Party, of the party of slavery, the party of Jim Crow, the party of segregation, the party that 
had the longest filibuster in history to stop the civil rights movement. You had Southern governors stand in the doorway at schools to keep blacks and minorities out. The party that was against voting rights. This is, this is a, and now it's the party against, again, right, again, they are divide and conquer. The party of Saul Alinsky right. of, of the late 60s, right. who Hillary Clinton loved at Wellesley in Massachusetts, right. wrote her senior thesis on Saul Alinsky. Right. Um, you know, and it reminds me of, um, I had a quote here, um, if I could just read it real quick. Yeah, it's, go for it. It is related to Malcolm X. And Malcolm X said before he was assassinated, I think in 1965, he goes, the worst enemy that the Negro have is this white man that runs around here drooling at the mouth, professing to love Negroes and calling himself a liberal. And it is following these white liberals that has perpetuated problems that Negroes have. If the Negro wasn't taken, tricked, or deceived by the white liberal, then Negroes would get together and solve our own problems. I only cite these things to show you that in America, the history of the white liberal has been nothing but a series of trickery designed to make Negroes think that the white liberal was going to solve our problems. Our problems will never be solved by the white man. And, and this uh, was actually said before Lyndon Johnson's Great Society of 1965, which has decimated the black family. Over 75% of kids are born outside of wedlock in the black family. Yeah. Before the Great Society, it was, it was about 80% of, of black children were born in a two-family household. The government has, the Democratic Party and the government has purposely targeted the decimation of the black family by passing policies that reward them or reward anybody for bad behavior to break apart the family. And, and look where we're at now. And, and, and blacks are coming over to Republicans in greater and greater numbers because they they're conservative. Same yeah. thing with Hispanics. Hispanics under the Trump administration never did better. And same thing with blacks. Never did better before. We, ha we had the, the, the largest group that was starting businesses by percentage of ethnicity were the Hispanics. Yeah. The Hispanics were under the Trump administration. Record low unemployment for Asians, blacks, Hispanics. And now what do you see? You see record inflation decimating these families of, of lower income people. And then you see, um, you know, Planned Parenthood, we have that here. Wh where do they focus on? They focus on low income areas because they make a lot of money off abortions. Yeah, they do. That's I mean, what it is. They're literally taking, they're literally taking little babies and they're parting them out like like a used car at, at the junkyard. I yeah. mean, and they're selling them off. It, it's disgusting. It's mm -hmm. really, really disgusting. And a lot of people don't realize that the whole Planned Parenthood thing, it started out a racist, actually well, founded. Margaret Sanger started that, and she was a, a eugenics person. Yeah. And, you know, you were talking about um, the concentration camps because Hitler not just went after Jews and gypsies. He went after homosexuals. Yeah. He went after Catholics. He went after, um, you know, uh, people that were mentally challenged. Dr. Mengele did incredible experiments on these people that were just disgusting. I mean, I've seen I've seen some of these things in um, in um, Auschwitz in Poland. Um, you know, it's the same thing with Margaret Sanger. Hillary Clinton won the Margaret Sanger Award. She said she just loved Margaret Sanger. These Democrats are disgusting. They have no idea, you know, the the um, the origin of their ideas. And why isn't everybody outraged by that? It's like, why would anybody want the Margaret Sanger Award? I mean, <laughs> really? I would, I mean, I, I'd be burning that in my fire pit. I, yeah. I would. It's like, oh, I don't want that. No. No. Uh-uh. No, yeah. no way. Blow that thing up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's just awful. 
So I had a few clips that I thought were interesting that we could kind of comment on that might be kind of fun. You I know, tried. Some of them went open. Oh, really? Oh, I've tried them. In, in the Actually, outline you sent me? Because yeah, I, tried, yeah, yeah. I tried a couple. Remember, yeah, Mary Kay's got them. She downloaded okay. them. Okay. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so because I wanted to talk about, because I was talking about tyrants, and I was thinking about Trudeau, and I was thinking about that idiot in California, and... Gruesome Newsome. Uh, gruesome Newsome. <laughs> I call him Governor Nuisance. Yeah. And then Lori Lightfoot, that <coughs> idiot, idiot in Chicago. Oh, my God. So anyway... um. Tell you what, Mary Kay, why don't you play clip one for me? As you know, it is the provinces as the deliverers of medical services who have the information on citizens as to who is vaccinated, who is not, and with how many doses of what. The federal government doesn't have that information and quite frankly, for privacy reasons, are happy to not have that information, which is why we are working with provinces across the country on proofs of vaccination, uh, and we are working to standardize them so that they are available uh, to people to travel internationally in a uh, unified format that will allow for that. Uh, so we know that the work that we're doing right now with provinces across the country on proofs of vaccination will be beneficial for restaurants and gyms, but also will help for international and domestic travel. In regards to the gate agents, uh, I can tell you that the work that we're doing with uh, the major carriers in this country is to integrate the proof of vaccination uh, digital codes into their online booking process so that when you print out your boarding pass, either at the airport or in advance, there will be a clearly marked uh, proof of vaccination, thumbs up or check mark so that the gate agent does not have to be uh, checking documentation. That's part of the work we're doing with, uh, with the uh, air carriers because we know that the more than 80% of Canadians who've done the right thing, who've gotten uh, themselves vaccinated, who have the proof of vaccinations from their provinces, you know, don't deserve to be slowed down in uh, in their desire to travel and and face more onerous tasks. And that's why we're ensuring that that uh, will work as smoothly as possible. Wow, there's so much you can take there, from there, that, isn't there? There was so much <laughs> hypocrisy in there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, the federal government, don't want to know your private status, whether That's you're right. vaccinated or not. Right. But what we're going to do is we're going to integrate all the different pro uh, provinces. Right. We're going to keep this database. Right. And we're going to share it. So if you're traveling or at a restaurant or whatever, they're going to know if you're vaccinated or not. Right. So if they don't know all your medical information, they do how, now. They, how is it that they're sharing uh, that that guy, it's like he he just ca contradicted himself so many times, and he's saying that basically, if you don't do this, if you don't do the right thing, who determines what the right thing is? I guess the government determines what the right thing is, and if you don't do the right thing, then well, we're not going to let you travel. You know, that's the thing with these people on the left; they look at us as you know the masses. We're individuals capable of governing ourselves because if you know I, I like how the left says you know man cannot govern himself and if that's the case how can how can you govern us it makes no sense to me yeah. because these people don't want individuals to have critical or analytical thought they want you to say the government's going to take care of us the right. government's going to tell me what to do 
the government's telling me this, so I'm, I'm kind of scared because the government is telling me if I go outside or go into that building or go into that Costco, I'm going to get COVID. And if I see someone wearing a mask, the government tells me I have to go report them. If I see a business owner not complying with the government's safety things, I have to report them. It reminds me of a video that we saw. Uh, there's a, a lady on YouTube called the conservative mom or something. And she's like for the greater good. And it's funny. It's not funny, but it's funny because she's, she sounds like a creepy lady in a horror movie. And she's a communist socialist. She's like for the greater good, you have to shut down for two weeks. Now for the greater good, you have to wear a mask outside for the greater good. For the greater good, I need you to wear a mask inside and outside. For the greater good, I have to stop. You have to stop going to church and being around people for the greater good to protect everybody. For the greater good, you you cannot go to school and be with your friends. For the greater for the greater good, you can't participate in sports because we want you to protect other children. For the greater good, we can't have you. Um, celebrating Christmas with your family for the greater good. For the greater good, I can't have you working and operating your business because you might infect somebody else. Y you remember that video, right, Chrissy? Yeah, yeah. So if you can take a look at that on YouTube, it's called The Conservative Mom, and it scares you because it's like so Orwellian, 1984. Oh, yeah. And it's like, wow, and they're, they're doing that. For the greater good, we need you to take this vaccine. Right. Well, you know, that's that's a movie I suggest everybody watch, because if you look at that, I actually one of the shows that I did, I, I talked about 1984 mm -hmm. and I talked about that movie. And I and I did kind of like what I did here with the, with the, the rise of the Nazi Party about how night the movie 1984 parallels so much about what's going on. It's like these people have watched the movie 1984 and then they have uh, basically used it as a. A guideline for how they're going to do things. And so I haven't seen 1984. Can you go through that a little bit? Okay. On so how, like, the simplicity of what Hitler did. Okay. So, well, 1984, the movie. No, I mean the 1984, the movie. But then, yes, what Hitler did, how it like yes. parallels. Okay. So, thank you. 1984. Basically, what they have done is they have the government runs everything. Mm -hmm. And another thing that the government does is every bit of information, like news information, I mean, right down to anything that's over a network or f pictures or photos, all of that stuff goes through the government. So if they deem you as someone that is undesirable, they will literally erase you. I mean, you... you They'll erase every picture that exists about you. They'll exist. They'll erase every mention of you that ever existed. And by the time they're done, you were never. You never existed. You're gone. And the one of the guys that works for this. I'm trying to remember the name of the. God, it's been a long time since I did that one. But the the agency that takes care of all of this, this department that runs all of this information controls the information one of the guys that works there that handles this information he starts realizing what's going on and he actually and they even control who it is that you can see or or, or be involved with as a relationship well he gets involved when the, in a relationship with this woman and so they find out about it and he gets erased he gets eliminated
they'll erase you, they'll kill you, they'll disappear you. Kind of reminds me what I was talking about at the beginning of the show where I was talking about how these, these new cars, these brand new cars, I don't know if people realize, but these brand new cars, they have GPS built in, they can be tracked, the government can literally go in, they know where you are all the time, they can shut really? the car off. They, they know exactly where you are. And if it's auto, got auto drive, they literally could take control of the car and just drive you wherever they want. You know, maybe park you across some railroad tracks in front of a moving train. I don't know. I, I, they could do all kinds of crazy things to you. Yeah, that's crazy. I had no idea. Yes. I knew yes. a, a little bit about the yeah. self-driving, but... And there's cameras everywhere. I mean, I kid you not. You do not... Being as I'm in the business I'm in, where I do field service type stuff, and I do a lot of work on this kind of technology, I can tell you there are cameras everywhere. Unless you get out into the country somewhere like where I'm, I live, mm -hmm. it's like cameras are sparse out there unless you go into a business, and there might be some cameras there. And there's these phones. Everybody carries these phones around. And do you realize that the cameras and mics on these phones can be hacked, and, and people could be watching through your camera and listening through your mic, and you don't even know it? They all have GPS in them, so they do. They know and where then, you are. yeah, I mean, they bounce off different repeaters when you're traveling. I mean, we've, I, I've, I've had some interesting intel um, briefings from my time in the Air Force regarding this that uh, will freak you out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Trust me, I know. Yeah, yep. these phones are, they're pretty darn amazing, but at the same time, they're pretty terrifying on what the government could use them for. Yeah, that is. I mean, never mind just the ads that pop up. Yeah after we've mentioned um, like whatever we're talking about, tires, yeah. and hey, all of a sudden... I gotta, get, I gotta go to discount tires, and um, I, I, need, I need new tires for my car, you know? Then all of a sudden you're on Facebook, you're like, and tires. And you're seeing ads. Mm -hmm. hmm. It's like the phone knew. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're tracking everything you do, and, they're, and they're, they, they say they're just using it to target marketing to you, is what they say. But they know an awful lot about you by your activity on your phone, where you go, what you're doing, what websites you visit. You have a credit score, and pretty soon you're going to have a social score a as social well. A social score, which mm -hmm. is scary. It's like, and I think they have that in China, if I'm not mistaken. I thought they were doing that over there. Did you ever watch a uh, series on TV? It was called Black Mirror. Did you ever watch that? Was that, was that about um, social media, your social media footprint and, and what well, they know about you? It was like a series of, of small stories. Okay, one of the stories that they had on Black Mirror was really interesting because it dealt with the whole concept of a social credit score. And so everybody had these uh, kind of like a, like a phone or something they carried around. Well, anytime they would do business with anybody or interact with anybody, that person could uh, give them kind of a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down or like a happy face or a sad face. And every time they did this, if you got a sad face, your score kept dropping. And... If it got low enough, you would get ostracized from clubs that you're in. You get ostracized from people. You'd be just undesirable. You would, of course, not be able to buy anything. You wouldn't be able to go anywhere. You became a complete and total outcast. <laughs> it's crazy. And that's that is not science fiction. In China, they're actually doing that. Do you, do you remember seeing that story in India of a um, a lady who died of hunger? Some people who actually died of hunger because they. They, the government controlled everything over there, and it was related to their rations. And she was not getting her rations because of something, some type of behavior or what she didn't do. And, and she ended up starving to death. And I know they're doing the same thing there in China because if they can control 
not just your credit score, um, affect that in your social uh, score, they, you're done. You're done. It, it's like this 30-30 land grab oh, with the oh, governor yeah. right. because it goes after tribal land, private property rights, water water rights. Yeah. And if the government can control that, they can control food production. They can control food production. They can control what you eat, uh, how much you eat, uh, where you're, where you're going to eat, what you can buy, what you can't buy. And, you know, I, I used to think as a kid growing up, in the 80s with some of these people, uh, I, you know, I was a Republican as a teenager in the 80s, but I remember, you know, hearing some of these right-wingers like, the government's going to control us, the government's going to control us, and I'm thinking, no, they're not. And now that I'm, you know, 51 well, been around. that's the conspiracy theory, <laughs> Yeah, right? that's a conspiracy theory. It's like, theory. no, it's real. And now I'm like, holy crap, yeah, they're making us do this, they're making us do that. Like, these guys were, these guys were on to something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So... All right, so let's go with these clips. These clips are fun. Okay. All right, yeah, we, so, we don't like Justin Trudeau. Yeah. So let well, yeah. So let's do clip number. Well, we're going to do uh, nuisance newsome next. Let's go with clip two. <coughs> let's let's listen to that one. We begin with breaking news right now. A major sign that the worst of the pandemic may be behind us. California ending its mask mandate. Governor Newsom just made that announcement saying our COVID cases have finally fallen enough. Eyewitness News reporter Jory Rand joins us live with the very latest. Jory? Ellen, Colleen, this sounds like a really big deal, and it is, but it might not be as big a deal as it sounds at first. Back in December of last year, the state saw that Omicron was exploding in cases, and so they implemented that order. They put it in place that masks had to be required in all indoor settings in public. It was set to expire February 15th. That's one week from tomorrow. Today, Governor Newsom announcing he's going to let it expire. That means in counties that don't have their own mask mandate in place, you will no longer have to wear that mask indoors in most public settings. Now, but. this does not apply right now to L.A. County, who has their own mandate, and they have said recently they plan to keep it in place beyond next week. We'll see if that holds now that the state has moved. But a large portion of you watching us, those in Orange County and the Inland Empire, this is you. Exceptions to this rule, if you are unvaccinated, if you have yet to get your shots, you will still need to wear a mask indoors, although that means businesses will have to check vaccination status. So in practice, we'll have to believe it's highly unlikely that is going to happen in most scenarios, but that will be the rule. Also, masks will be required in high-risk settings like mass transit or in nursing homes. This also does not apply to schools. Kids in school will still need to wear a mask. The state has hinted they will look into changing that uh, soon as well. So why is this happening now? Well, the numbers are all going in the right direction, except for deaths. So I there's so much there to, to unpack. I mean, it's like, okay, so they say that the mask mandate, no, it hasn't been lifted. It's like, no, it's like, because unless you've complied and you have taken this experimental mRNA substance into your body, no, it's not lifted for you. You're a second-class citizen now. Yeah, I will tell you, as a county commissioner up in Sandoval County, we are not implementing any type of max, uh, mask mandates. Uh, we're not forcing uh, vaccines on our county employees. I, I will not stand for that, and it's not going to happen. You know, what they – and again, this follow-the-science thing is ridiculous because they're not following the science L.A. County, I mean, think about how many people are interacting in Southern California. You know, the coronavirus, um, COVID, does not know boundaries. 
It doesn't know boundaries. No. And how many people do we know? I mean, even Whoopi Goldberg has said, hey, I, I was vaccinated. I was boosted. I wore a mask. I still got COVID. More and more people are seeing that now because you can still catch COVID. You can still transmit COVID if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. The science says that. The science says that. And you now have countries that are realizing what they did was wrong. Israel, for some reason, forced vaccines on the people of Israel. Um, and now they realize because they had such a spike in, in uh, the virus and they're one of the most highly vaccinated countries on Earth. This is why other countries are saying we're done. It, we're done. And I think um, I just read somewhere where a couple different countries said, you know, what, we're just going to start treating this like the flu. Because the flu, I mean, we didn't have any of this type of stuff uh, for uh, influenza. Well, no. maybe in you know night after World War One with the with the Spanish flu, if you can even say Spanish flu anymore. Oh, that but, sounds uh, <laughs> racist to me. Yeah, but but for for what they're 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 piecemealing this, and it does absolutely no good at all. It's ridiculous. Then requiring businesses. To uh, you know, your papers, please. <laughs> your papers, I know. It, your it, papers, it, it's, please. It's, it's, there again, there's another parallel to Nazi yeah. Germany. It's like, okay, you're a second-class citizen. You're diseased. Yeah. You're you're a public health uh, yeah. hazard, and yeah. you are going to have to have papers. Yep. We have ways of making you vaccinated. That's right. Why don't you just tattoo a serial <laughs> number on my arm and get it over just with? Just ridiculous. Know? I mean, that's just completely stupid and then i just saw a video of kids in las vegas you probably saw that that went viral they were told in, in a classroom they said you don't have to wear the mask anymore and the kids just went oh nuts. i know i saw they that went nuts and it was like finally freedom um it's it's, it's so, disgusting it is it's totally disgusting it really is yeah so okay let's uh, let's go go with this next clip this is Lori lightfoot in chicago and oh, it's she's, like, an, oh she's an incredible mayor she I totally is love her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's amazing. Let's go with I was Clint so Martin. offended when she got booed. Mandate, particularly because <laughs> although Omicron spreads very rapidly, it thankfully doesn't seem to be resulting in the same level of hospitalizations. Well, yes, while we're not seeing the kind of severe outcomes that we had feared, the fact of the matter is we have massive community spread, which means people are getting sick. Uh, people aren't um, able to uh, go to work, and our hospitals are filling up. Uh, particularly with uh, people who are unvaccinated. So we're taking these steps um, as a mitigating mitigation effort. Um, and what we're hearing from a lot of folks, particularly business people, is they want to create a safe environment, and they're grateful for uh, us imposing uh, this vaccine mandate um, in entertainment venues, so restaurants, bars, gyms, uh, and the like. Is it your expectation that it will increase uptake of the vaccine itself or simply to try to protect people who are uh, going into these establishments? Well, I think it's a little of both. What we saw, for example, over the summer when we uh, hosted Lollapalooza, uh, which in 2021 was the largest um, outdoor music uh, festival in the world, people got vaccinated. We required a vaccine uh, in order to get inside of the Lollapalooza footprint. And on every single day, we had 90 plus percent of the people that were in there uh, with a vaccine. So we've got to do whatever we can to incentivize people. The answer to everything related to uh, the virus and to Omicron is vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Disgusting. Okay. Lying, lying, lying. Can you say liar, liar, yeah. liar? There are so many lies in there. Where do we start? Well, she's 
I, I think her IQ is below 80 if she's, you know, <laughs> she's just, she's a complete liar. Businesses don't want anything to do with checking vaccine passports. No. Because they know it just upsets people. And people are not grateful and, and, for what she's doing to them. No. people, And she's one of the most unpopular mayors in the United States. You know, de Blasio's gone now. He was a complete just... Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, of course, was, I'm not sure about the person that replaced him. I think she's just as much of a tyrant. Uh, no, it's a male. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I oh, think, I was thinking about the governor of, of New York. Right. She's that, just as much of a tyrant. Right, but... The, the guy who replaced de Blasio, I, I think he was a police officer or something right. like that. Right, uh, he might be better. We'll, yeah, we'll see. see. I don't the district know. attorney there is awful. But, yeah. um, you know, de Blasio is a complete imbecile. Um, uh, Lori Lightfoot, she is not going to get reelected. Everyone hates her. She gets booed wherever she's at. She's another one of these politicians who, won't wear a, who didn't wear a mask in a, in a protest. Um, but, you know, when she was required to wear one, it's kind of like. Um, Stacey Abrams just recently down in Georgia running for governor. Right, right. Take, in that classroom. Take, taking a picture with a bunch of little kids. Everyone's right. in a mask. But Stacey's not because Stacey's special. She's special. Or She's like special. you'll see these dinners where they have these 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 politicians. We're all well, sitting Nancy Pelosi. together at a, at a dinner They're table a and none of them are wearing a mask. But they, the help was. The help is because the yeah. help is below them. <clears throat> yeah. It's yes. just, you know, AOC. She goes down and parties like a rock star down in Florida not wearing right. a mask. And the fact there was another little, uh, she was down in Texas. I saw this on Twitter, and she was like, you know, doing some stupid dance, and everyone around her was wearing a mask, but not her because she's special. Special. She's she special. Is, she's special. Yeah, Gavin Newsom, yeah. don't go on vacation, but Gavin went to Mexico. Do you know why? Because he's special. special. He's special. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Joe Biden, wear a mask indoors. How many times have we seen Joe Biden out and about not wearing the mask indoors at restaurants or going down that stupid escalator or whatever? Do you know why? Because he's special. special. Probably because he doesn't know what he's doing either. <laughs> I don't think he knows where he <laughs> yeah, is most of the time. <laughs> that guy, he, I mean, we, we, we elected a fossil. Oh, totally. Uh, totally. I, I think you could frack Biden. He's probably got oil in him. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's just that old. Yeah. <laughs> he's just. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, so, uh, okay, so let's go. Let's see. I got one more clip. And this is, uh, this is the one where uh, Pasaki is. I, I like calling her Pasaki because it, it's spelled P-S-A-K-I. Well, so I call her Pasaki. Oh, let's, let's circle back to the clip. Circle back. Let's, let's circle, circle back. back to that clip. Okay, <laughs> clip number four. Let's do that. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. So we're helping get trusted content out there. We also created the COVID nineteen the COVID Community Core to get factual information into the hands of local messengers. And we're also investing, uh, as you all have seen, in the presidents, the vice presidents, and Dr. Fauci's time. Uh, oh my goodness! Make sure you have the factual information. So this is coming from the same administration that uh, Biden said, I'm going to shut the virus down. If anyone has 250,000 deaths on their watch, they shouldn't be president. Well, we're approaching 1 million. If you want to believe those numbers, which I don't. Okay, okay, but either way. Yeah. That's what he said. And he has uh, had like almost three times as many deaths on his watch than Trump has. And this is guy who said, I'm going to shut the virus down. Yeah. He doesn't have any clue. This is the guy who said, we're not going to do forced vaccines. Right. He did. I mean, he just has no clue. This is the guy 
you know, who talked about, you know, being respectful, but yet, you know, he he calls, he he screams at reporters, he swears, does. swears at them. You know, you saw him during the campaign yell at people who didn't agree with him. Right. He's just a crotchety, crotchety old man. Uh, nobody likes Biden. This is why you, this let's go Brandon stuff and all this other. I have one of those stickers on the back. I of have my a coffee car. mug. Let's go Brandon. Yeah, I love that. I, yeah. I have people drive by me. They see my stickers on the back of my uh, my back window and they give me a <laughs> thumbs up or they'll toot. And it's like. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is uh, Pravda Saki here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, here they're talking about how they're they're basically going to be controlling the information for Facebook. And it's like, right. what? If Trump did that. They oh, can been, you imagine? I mean, they freaked out when Trump doesn't answer a reporter's question in the White House. Right. They call him a fascist and, he, you know, he, he's, he's anti, um, you know, First Amendment, the freedom, uh, freedom of the press. These people are tyrants, which goes tyrants. back into your show. Totally. They're complete tyrants. That's why I thought I would I would showcase them in these clips. It's like, you know, so you get an idea of what yeah. tyranny is and what tyrants look like. And it's like. You know, not all of them look like uh, some crazy dictator like uh, Adolf Hitler or something. Sometimes they have a pleasant voice and they talk about things like it's just really wonderful. And, oh, you're just all going to love this. And, and, and it's like, no, these people are tyrants. And it's like AOC, she's I don't think she's. Well, she's not very bright. No, I she's mean, not smart at all. She, she's not. No, that that um, I, if I was Boston University, I, I'd say we want our degree back that we awarded. You. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you have an economics degree, but you can't spell economics. She should go back to bartending. Maybe be uh, Nancy Pelosi's uh, personal bartender. Oh, yeah. or something. yeah, I think Nancy I needs know. a personal bartender. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, it's just fun being a just a a guy who's in office, running for office as well. Just I just tell you what I think. Good, I you, like that. Yeah, I mean. Everyone is thinking it. Right. These people are idiots. Well, just like me, I say what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't hold anything back. You uh, know, it's funny. If you looked at Jen Psaki, just a picture of her, you didn't know who she was, right? Just right. say you didn't know who she was, and you're like, okay, she she looks normal, nice lady, right? right? right, right. And then you, like, hear her on video and what she says. You're like, oh, my goodness, that woman's out of her mind. Yeah, totally. Same thing with Joe Biden. If you didn't know what Joe Biden, you know, who he was or anything, you just see a picture of this, you know, old man, you know, with his dog, you know, that he has. And like, oh, that's nice. Just an old man walking his dog. Right. And then you hear him talk. You're like, what? That's the president of the United yeah, States? Yeah, just don't let him near your kid's hair or yeah, anything he, like that. Yeah, he, like, sniffs people. Does he know he's the president? I, I know. No. He's I, the sniffer-in-chief. Sniffer-in-chief? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like some of the creepy things he said when he was running, it's like about his about the kids coming up and rubbing oh, his yeah, hairy they, they legs. Oh, yeah, they like to rub my legs. Like, it's like, can you imagine it's like Trump would have said something he, like that? Yeah. They'd say, oh, my gosh, you're some kind of he did child a, sex he, predator. He did an impression of a, of an, uh, a guy from India working in a 7-Eleven. Uh, right. Know, he he talked you know, about his best friend in the Senate being uh, Senator uh, Byrd, who was a KKK member. Oh, yeah. He, he's you know, he talks about the 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 jungle if blacks and whites go to school together. I mean, this guy is a complete piece of fill in the blank. Right. right. I mean, he's excrement. Uh, he, he, I mean, this, this is a guy who said he was arrested in South Africa. You know, uh, protesting against apartheid. This guy who said he was like near the top of his class. He was near the bottom of his class. I mean, I thought in 1988 when he got busted for lying and plagiarism in his pres first presidential campaign, I thought, thank goodness. And I was only 17 at the time. I'm like, thank goodness I don't have to see this idiot anymore. 
Right. And well, look what I was talking about in, in my intro. I, I mentioned about the thing about <coughs> uh, the uh, these so-called fact checkers. Now, they just admitted that they're involved in censorship on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Now, don't you think that maybe they might be involved with these so-called fact checkers, which are run by the CCP? It's like yet another connection to China with the Biden administration, besides his, his son Hunter, which is hip deep yeah. in, with China. Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca. <laughs> these, are, these are good people. Good people. <laughs> okay. They're, what they're doing is for the greater good, Rebecca. Right. Okay. So just don't question it. Just comply. Just comply. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, comply right. and, and you'll be happy. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's I won't what either. I say all the time. I will not comply with lies. No. No. No, not at all. It's like so many people, they don't go in and they don't listen to what these people are saying and pick it apart. And it's like, are you not paying attention to what these people are saying? is in comply <laughs> it is isn't it <laughs> interesting there you go wow so um well we're coming up on another break the final break and then what we're going to do after this in the final segment is i've got a question and answer session for you okay and we're going to have some fun with those and uh, then we're going to do some closing comments right. i have a i have a, a great little letter a, a good friend of mine wrote uh, to the truckers in ottawa that I think is very nice, and I'm going to read that over the air. You know, my mother was a truck driver. Really? Yep. That's awesome. Yep. So, is she still around? Uh, my biological mom. Yeah, my my stepmother passed. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She she was a marine and a um, postal worker. Great, great woman. My stepmother. But yeah, my mother is. She was a truck driver for you know 25 years. Wow. Yeah, I love those truck drivers. They're inspiring people right now. Well, if you want to hear a story after the break, I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, why. we will. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, here we go. We'll be right back after the break. 